I'm Robbie McDonald. And I'm Jordan Lee. We're two writers who've been friends for 15 years. Recently, we both discovered we have the shared experience of figuring out we have ADHD in midlife. Holy Shit, I Have ADHD is a platform for adults discovering their neurodivergence, as well as a way to spread awareness of ADHD. This is a podcast about ADHD, hosted by two people with ADHD. While each episode has a general theme, our meandering trains of thought mean we often cover several other themes in the process. We are not experts, simply two people sharing their experiences of discovering their ADHD in midlife. If you suspect you or someone you know may have ADHD, speaking to a medical professional should be part of your discovery journey. Outstanding. Let me just move that. Outstanding. Yes. What was that joke? I got to turn my volume up. Wow. There we go. Okay. Um, What's that joke about the farmer outstanding in his field? What's that joke? Oh it? yeah, no. Sure, well, sure. It's uh, it, it it's kind of yeah. It's like, did you hear about the farmer or, or something about like, did you hear about the farmer who got an award because he was outstanding in his field? That's something it. like that. That's <laughs> it, right there. Let's start the day with a little bit of a joke. What do you think? <laughs> I think that's great. Yeah. No, I was actually. Uh, it's. It, I'm glad that you caught me when you did, uh, uh, listeners. We were supposed to start recording 26 minutes ago um, in, in an initiative to start doing this at a consistent time uh, uh, to try and make uh, episodes come out on a more regular basis. And of course, scheduling is its own uh, sort of uh, chaos after flying by the seat of our pants for so long. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I was just uh, uh, scrambling around and and just got in now. So uh, a little bit shorter maybe than we expected today, but that's all right. <laughs> yeah, then and here I was with just like just a little glimmer of RST, like oh, I'm getting rejected, you know. And it's just like no, you're just like we just had our times mixed up, and we also live in different time zones too. Lots of folks know that. Like you're an hour sure, uh, you're an hour ahead, ahead. of me. I always get yep. that confused. Um, yeah. <laughs> How's your week been? Um. Yeah, I'll just be totally honest. Not the greatest. Um, mm. I maybe this is something it'd be a good thing to chat about today. But um, as you know, as we were talking about that, there was that award event on Friday, right. which was lovely. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, um, it was more than my senses could take. So mm-hmm. um, about an hour and a half into the event, I felt the overwhelm creeping in. There was a couple things that happened that triggered it. So um, there was an alarm going off in the distance. My hearing aids, of course, picked up on that. So they were sure. shrieking in my ears. Um, the room itself was really dark and the tables were too close together. And there was no way for me, because we were sitting at the front, there was no way for me to just kind of duck out without kind of bumping into people. So I was sitting in a chair which is really hard for me to do for more than 45 minutes. Um, and the speakers were amazing, but I was, I was feeling like I was starting to feel kind of stressed. Um, mm-hmm. And then there was this whole thing at the coffee break where the stations were set up in a weird way. And I just like, I could feel it happening. I could feel my senses starting to get just totally overwhelmed. And we did have a sensory room where we could just sort of go and right, be quiet. Yeah. Um, and we had our lunch there. But at that time, it was already a little bit too late for me. Like I could, I could sense it. And um, because I need my phone to adjust my hearing aids, I couldn't just turn it off. And there were phone right. calls, there were phone calls coming in and they, the ringing, it was silent. My phone was silent, 
but my hearing aids were still ringing with phone yeah, calls. Right. And it happened not just once, but four different people called me. And each time that happened, of course, I was like, well, everyone knows I'm in an event today, so this must be an emergency. So then catastrophic thinking just started flooding my brain. Sure. I thought my dog was dead. I thought Isvalda was sick. I thought my mom was sick. I thought like I thought a client was firing me. Like all these things were going through my head like at about 10.30 in the morning and everyone's, you know, doing their networking and I couldn't do it. Right. Um, so um, by the time the event was wrapping up, I could feel the cheers. And I was mm-hmm. so, I'm going to get embarrassed but, and cry again, but I was so embarrassed because this was supposed to be an event where I was going to connect with people and have a really good time, get my picture taken, do all that markety schmoozy shit. And I spent most of the time hiding in the bathroom or... Um, just sitting kind of stock straight in my chair. Excuse me. Sorry. So it was kind of like, um, as much as I hate that it happened, it was also a really valuable lesson for me. Yeah. Um, that I have to kind of just accept that I am disabled, especially with the hearing stuff. That was the other thing. I couldn't hear anything. Most thing people were talking to me and I couldn't hear them. And that was really hard. So um, now I know, okay, so these events are really great. And I am so happy to see so many people working towards disability inclusion in Canada. There were some really fierce advocates. There are some really smart people, people I'm lucky to call colleagues at Untapped Accessibility. Um, And maybe the next time this kind of thing comes up, I need to just come in later. Like, mm, it was a mm, six-hour mm. event, and that's too long. I can't regulate myself for that long. Um, sure. So now I know. Now I know, okay, when these things happen, um, I want to celebrate what everyone's being nominated for. And there was so many badasses in that room. Like, that gave me chills. I was so delighted to be part of that. Um, mm-hmm. But I couldn't connect with people in ways that I would like because I was so overwhelmed I was afraid if if I looked at people, I would cry. Wow. <laughs> and that happened right towards the end. And um, my friend um, and colleague was there, and I was like, I'm sorry, I got to go. And I'm sorry for leaving so abruptly, and it was coming up. And, I, and she knew it, too, because she also gets it. And she was like, oh, fuck, just go, sure. just go take care of yourself. Like, don't worry about yeah, us, yeah, yeah. right? And so I just, like, left. And I could tell that people were like, I wanted to talk to you. And I was like, I can't. <laughs> like, I just, like, yeah. beelined for the door. I managed to get one hug out to um, to Chris Lytle, who's such a badass. Um, and then I just went home and cried my eyes out. And oh, I'm sorry, Robbie. It's okay. Um, this my, as well, when I've talked about it, it's my first time kind of talking about it more. But um, I think I'm just kind of coming to this acceptance. Like, uh, I can't do the sort of normal quote networking that other people can. Yeah. And I have to accept that. And I have to create ways and spaces for me to be in community without overwhelming myself. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, yeah. So that's my tear response to, Hey, how was your weekend? You know, I didn't just go walking in the autumnal leaves. I had enough sensory meltdown that I'm still recovering. from. <laughs> yeah. I'm so sorry you had that experience, but, um, mm-hmm. I will say, uh, you should give yourself a big pat on the back for, uh, taking that risk because you knew yeah. that that was a risk going in, but you know, you, uh, gave yourself that, that push and said, well, you know, if I'm going to, 
if I'm going to do my business, I should at least make an effort. And yeah, yeah. you know what? It didn't work out uh, as well as it maybe could have, or maybe maybe it couldn't have worked out well. You know, maybe you were going into a situation that was just going to be untenable just from jump because you know it's at a casino and all this other <laughs> stuff, right? Yeah. Um, but you you gave it a try, and now you mm -hmm. know that like you can come into it with more clarity and say like, okay, uh, I now know for sure that I can't network or market myself in kind of some of these same ways that, that neurotypical people do, mm -hmm. or at least, you know, you have to be, uh, uh, yeah, more, more aware of like your own limitations. And I think that coming in late for like a six hour event, that is a great idea. Yeah. You know, if, if, if the front half is all wine and cheese and then like, you know, there's some presentations and then there's more kind of like post-discussion networking. Maybe you show up for the last speaker so you have a couple uh, things to discuss people with, mm -hmm. uh, discuss with people, excuse me. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, and then you're there for, you know, like two, two and a half hours, hopefully you, you, you tap out there and you tap out, or, or sorry, you're coming in at a time when like, I guess if, if you don't have to listen to like all the speaker stuff, mm -hmm. you know, um, that is so much of your energy is just like concentrating on, on yes. hearing that kind of stuff in a room like that. Yes. And so, yeah, you know, like by the time you get around to the actual networking portion, you're so strained from just like, what the fuck did they just say? And like mm -hmm. trying to put together the context that it's like, yeah, it, it, I can see how you'd already be exhausted. That's not, mm -hmm. you're not primed to, yeah, get yourself in and do that kind of stuff. So, yeah. you know, maybe it's, maybe it's something where like, you have to kind of do more like video marketing and that kind of stuff and and mm -hmm. give people an idea of your personality in a kind of asynchronous way, I guess. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> and, you know, it was offered to us by Trish because she means it and she's like an accessibility um, bad, the quiet room, badass, yeah. right? And she said, you know, you don't have to come for the whole thing. And right. I just to have this sense of obligation, right? And I also sure. did genuinely want to hear the panelists. They were all of so course. smart yeah. and had so much wonderful insight into what's going on out there. But yeah, I just, and I also wanted to connect with Chris and Farshid who live in Ontario. So that was our first, you know, opportunity to really see each other in person. And, um, and that was amazing. Um, they're both such wise, wonderful people. It was so great to hear them speak. But yeah, it was like, you're right that that is something I'm just going to have to reflect on. This can be, I can see this as kind of data, right? Like, okay, mm -hmm. so most people, you know, get out and meet people at networking events, but maybe I need to think of other ways that I can connect with folks. Um, and I think it is going to be a lot more literal, like one-on-ones. People that I want to yeah. get to know, and let's just get to know each other and see where, where it goes, rather than trying to, like, do the grip and grin, work the room shit that extroverts sure. and neurotypical folks find so energizing. Where, And it was funny because when I first got there, people were like, I want to introduce you to this person. I want to do this. And I was standing there awkwardly with my coffee that I was spilling and like something else. And I was like, and they had given me this lovely flower boutonniere that all the nominees had. And I couldn't figure it out. I could just couldn't get it on. And it took me almost two hours to get that sorted and then it didn't work and I ended up putting it on my belt and that was a whole other thing I'm like why can I not 
Everyone else is strutting around with their nice things, and I just can't get this fucking thing. And people were trying to help me, and that was even more sure. embarrassing. And I was like, oh, my God. Um, but anyway, um, it was it was great to see some of the people there. But, um, yeah. yeah, I think that's really good advice, Jordan. Just, like, rethink this and take some time uh, to reflect, well, you know. And but I, I would also say, you know, maybe don't necessarily totally take yourself out of the like in-person networking game and like, you know, say like, oh, well, a schmoozing just isn't an option. But maybe think about it like think about it like you're a scuba diver mm. and it's like I want to go down and I want to see this like there's you're you're at the shipwreck of the the Lusitania or something <laughs> and you're like, this is fucking awesome. And I want to go and see the the captain's quarters and I want to go see the hole where, you know, uh, the, the torpedo hit it. And I want to see all this other stuff. But I know that I have an hour and a half worth of oxygen. I can't see everything or I will fucking die down here. Ah. So I got to just see a little bit and then just go up for oxygen. And there's no shame in going up for oxygen. It's it's part of what humans need. But, you know, uh, uh, you still you still want to check that stuff out. Right. But, yeah, just like just just think about it like an oxygen tank and set a hard time limit for yourself and like. Sorry, my oxygen is about to run out. I got to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> that is so smart. Thank you. I've never thought of that analogy before or metaphor or whatever you Me want. Me neither. I, you're brilliant because it just like that's what I should have done. I should have gone in knowing I have an hour and a half to two hours max and, and framed it that way. But I overestimated my capacity. And, and it really is like air, right? Like I did actually feel like I was drowning at some point um, because I was having trouble breathing. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, th- think about it. Think about it like like you've made friends with a bunch of dolphins and you want to go and you want to hang. No, seriously, though, you want to hang out and you want to play water polo with them and you enjoy their company. But you have a hard limit on how much time you could spend underwater. And it's just that's not you're just you're just a di- literally a different animal. <laughs> that is so brilliant. Um, we're definitely going to be like sharing this and I'm going to be taking this forward because th- I think it's important for other people you may be feeling this way to hear it too, right? Like, I'm sure there was sure. other people in that room that were like, I'm dying, <laughs> you know, like, and I also just want to give a shout out to um, Dan, who's had just started listening to our podcast, who's the videographer who did the brilliant videos for the event. And somebody had told him about our podcast. And so he just started listening. So oh, great. Um, nice. we chatted very briefly and he's very tall. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, tall Dan. Hi, <laughs> tall Dan, who makes beautiful videos. Um, anyway, yeah, so all that to say, how the bleep are you doing, Jordan Lane? Let's check in for you. Uh, I'm doing okay. Um, I think I talked about it a little bit on our Patreon episode, but not on the regular one. Mm. Um, but yeah, I uh, uh, unfortunately, with the end of, of outdoor farmer's market season, I've had my hours cut at my part-time job, so mm-hmm. i got to put my... Uh, mm. put, resumes out beat the pavement start finding some more work so that's kind of been my focus the last few days is just just getting stuff out there just need to you know make money and whatnot Mm -hmm. um but yeah otherwise i'm doing okay i guess uh i spent um most of my weekend when i wasn't job hunting pretty much just cooking Mm -hmm. uh and that's that's you know uh something i enjoyed i made uh Made some beets with uh, rosemary and sage. Mm. I made um, some yellow summer squash with like, um, what do you call it? Oregano and basil. And then just like a whole bunch of wild rice. And I made soup stock for the first time in my life. I've never done that before. Nice. Um, Yeah. So just like, yeah, I I just uh, spent 
most of, of Saturday, Sunday, just cooking and cleaning. Uh, you wouldn't know it from the mess behind me, but that's because <laughs> the cleaning part is still ongoing. It's coming with a whole reorganization and whatnot as well. My, uh, my parents are coming to visit. Uh, my mom's coming this month in a couple days and my dad's coming next month. Mm. So, uh, you know, someone else will see how I live. So I have to, you know, make my space presentable. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny that they often say for folks with ADHD is just invite somebody over and then your house will just get like magically organized and cleaned so fast, right? That's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, I love the idea that you're sort of cooking and grounding though. I feel like that's the time of year. I have that, that hunger to do that too, like squash and root vegetables and just like simmering things on the stove. There's something so soothing about that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, like, uh, uh, like I said, I, I hadn't done stock before cause I just never, never been in the habit of actually just like saving all my veggie scraps and whatnot. But, uh, I started doing that a couple of months ago and yeah. And, you know, I just had enough and, and just threw all of this gross ass brown shit in, uh, in the pot and boiled it for a couple hours. And, and my house smelled delicious yesterday. Uh, you know, mm. get, put, put some garlic and onion and stuff in there. And yeah. So, uh, yeah, just been like, been, been eating mostly pretty well. Uh, although McDonald's monopoly is always, uh, always tough to resist the lure of. So, <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Yeah. We had a and W on Friday. Cause I was like, I'm not, Mm-mm. no, I, I need, I need some sweet potato fries and a teen burger. And that's what we're doing. Cause yeah, cooking after Friday was not going to sure. happen for me. Um, yeah. But wait, Jordan, we haven't talked about this much, but what kind of work is it you're looking for part-time? Is it doing more of that kind of um, front facing stuff or do you want to be doing more technical work? I, I do whatever at this point. Uh, you yeah. know, I'm, I'm, I'm looking for, I would take a full-time or part-time job, something in my field, but, uh, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm certainly not above, uh, retail or, or mopping floors or whatever else. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just like, uh, but I, I, I will say that I have certainly enjoyed the people facing aspect of, of doing the farmer's market work over the last few months. It's been a, a really nice opportunity to get to know some people and, um, mm-hmm. yeah. And just like, uh, spend some time outdoors, uh, mm-hmm. you know, gets, get, get some exercise, lifting, lifting a Rubbermaid tubs full of cabbages and whatnot. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. I used to, I used to enjoy sometimes when I would do bartending every once in a while before people got too drunk. Like when people were still <laughs> sure, kind of yeah. cool, like before they reached that sort of speaking in tongues phase. Um, yeah. Or when people were really demanding. I remember getting really bad neck pains when I when I took that job at Swans when I was still in Calgary. Mm-hmm. Um, it was right around, I don't know, I was, I was working on a bunch of different things, but I was broke. I was so broke and I took that job. Um, and it was okay for the most part, but like sometimes people would just be, oh my God, really? Like, I am not here to save your soul. Can you please take care of yourself? <laughs> I just want to pour you a pint of right. beer. Like, come on. Um, but yeah, that was, uh, that was certainly an interesting phase in my life. Um, and there were, there was times this year too, when I thought, oh, I could just pick up a tray again, but I'm just too old now. I just couldn't do it. And mm. most places are so fat. I, I couldn't, I couldn't change a keg to change my life. Like to save my life right now. Like I'm just right. I'm beyond all that stuff. Right. So, um, I mean, I'm lucky in the sense that, um, I am getting that sort of trickle of business and things are starting to pick up. Um, I, I did do like some businessy type things this weekend that I'm actually pretty proud of. I finally got my accessible dimensions email set up in Google workspace nice. and I'm getting that connected to my Squarespace and reached out to people that I've been wanting to work with for my about page and some photos. 
Um, so that felt good. And I set up my business account, my actual business account nice. with Van City, and that was a really good learning experience for me too. I should have done that months ago because so, I need to separate things out. Um, everything is such a hot mess in my paperwork, and I'm not. This is a... <laughs> Like my folders on my desktop make no sense, and I've got to I've got to figure something out because when it comes tax time, I really need to have my receipts and everything organized. Um, otherwise, I'm going to get nailed. <laughs> yes. Do you not use like QuickBooks? Um, I started using FreshBooks. Um, okay. Yeah, I've literally just been making my invoices in Word and uh, you know exporting them to PDFs. Sure. So I've kind of been tracking those like those. I and I actually made more than I thought this year. Um, nice. but, uh, I opened the FreshBooks account and then I haven't looked at it for a week. So I've got to go back in there right. and set up the clients that I do have. Um, I was hoping that I'd be able to upload my old invoices and use that to track them, but they said they can't do that yet. They don't have capacity, but it, they said it oh, was a really bad. good thing to recommend. Like, cause lots of people yeah. start just using word and then they realize, oh my God, I need to organize myself. So, yes. um, that isn't, well, I was going to say just cause like, uh, uh, that, a program like that takes so much of the paperwork organizing out of it once you're caught up. Once you're like uh, uh, caught up with your backlog, then yeah, you don't need to worry about uh, what what folder is this receipt image in because you just add it to the file in QuickBooks or I assume FreshBooks and then it's just associated with that invoice or whatever. Yeah, I, yeah, I think I just need to get I think I'm going to have to spend a day or two just doing that, like just getting everything right. up into one place. Because um, I also, because I have, like invoices are with the client folder, right? So I had to go to right. like three different folders to find all my invoices. Excuse me, sorry, my stomach is not very good. But anyway, okay. um, yeah, uh, it's you have some experience in that. It sounds like you actually, that's one thing you maybe have your shit together in. Is in the that's uh what like you know you can look behind me and you can see that my physical space isn't isn't the best uh, my digital life is immaculate uh, I actually uh, uh, I did a, an episode of a uh, friend of the show Ryan Walter Wagner's podcast mm. uh, talking about about digital file organization and all that kind of stuff um, but yeah uh, that's definitely something that if you if you would like uh, advice I can definitely help you with that kind of stuff um, yeah what was I gonna say about uh, about digital organizing. Oh yeah, I did something very similar actually. Um, mm. I got tired of paying for Dropbox recently. So I really kind of like figured out how much stuff was on there that I actually needed and how much stuff was just kind of like, I'm just, I don't want to actually like do the work of calling assets and deleting files and freeing up space so that I can just keep all this stuff on my hard drive. So mm -hmm. yeah, so that was, that was something I did uh, this weekend as well as, as organizing my physical apartment. I organized my, my digital life a little bit, cleaned up my Dropbox and then uh, canceled my account. So yeah, look at that. Nice. I can't uh, necessarily make money, but I can stop spending it. <laughs> You know, I don't know. I don't remember if I have mentioned this to you before. Like, I feel like this is such a skill that you have that this could be something that you offer to people as a workshop and take money for. Like, I would be willing to pay you to help me with this because I am so fucking, eh. you know what I mean? Sure, and because yeah. you also mm -hmm. get it because you're also neurodivergent, you're not going to shame me. Um, maybe that could be a little side thing that you have going on. You could help people yeah, like a good idea. tidy up their, their digital spaces. Um, because mm -hmm. that has that's been a problem for me since journalism school. It was a problem for me when I worked at the nonprofit. People are like, 
where did you put that video? And I'm like, it's in the folder marked like unicorns. And they were like, it's a video about <laughs> bunnies. What the fuck are you doing? You know what I mean? And V2, sure. V3, V4, all that shit. Like, and this poetry class that I'm in right now, we're supposed to save each poem as a new, each iteration of the poem as a new document, which I don't do. I use the single source of truth method, which is just like only one document, but they are advocating for many. And I'm like, ah, I don't know what to do with myself. But yeah, I would love to, you know, maybe set up some time next week and I'll pay your ass to help me with it because I'm scared right now. Love to. Like, I'm, I'm so scared. <laughs> well, the, the, the biggest pre piece of free advice that I'll throw out there for everyone is if uh, 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 putting dates in your file names is uh, a huge thing. A good thing? At least. Oh, yeah. At, le at least for me, you know, in terms of like, like, for example, with your with your poem iterations, you know, you can do uh, a poem, final, poem, final, final, poem, final, 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 real, final. <laughs> or you can do poem October 2, poem October 3, poem October 4, <sighs> whatever, and just kind of like... That, that that's how I keep track of my revisions is always just dates and file names. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We're definitely going to do this then because I think you did try to help me with it once. And I just kind of went, mm -hmm, twirled my hair and didn't, <laughs> and didn't do it um, because there was too many other things going on. I was scared. And when I get scared, yeah. my brain just melts and I can't do anything. So yeah. <laughs> how do you like my pimple? I think this is pretty sassy that I just noticed this. There's a juicy I yeah I, I did not see it at all until you drew attention to it. Uh, I don't I don't think the res on our webcams is quite that high. <laughs> at least I've certainly never worried about my I'm blemishes. Just gonna like talk like this so you don't see it. I just it just makes me laugh that I'm 55 years old and I have like the kind of pimples that I used to get when I was in high school. It's a hormonal thing. It just cracks me up. Um, yeah, some things just never go away, you know. Yeah, I had some, a brief. I still get them too. Yeah. I had a brief time when I didn't, maybe for a couple months, and now it's like, I don't know, hormones are doing some bananas things again. <laughs> Who knows, right? Um, mm -hmm. And I, I know we. I would love to talk some more, but I am going to have to jack because i got to go get those stupid tests done. Was there some other things that we were going to talk about this morning? I don't even know if we had a theme today. We just kind of... We didn't. No, we were, just, we were just hanging out today. I think we were just trying to make an effort to record once a week during ADHD Awareness Month. And if we feel like we can keep that pace, then we'll keep that pace. But I think the more important thing is sitting down in front of the microphone. And even if it's a shorty, we sat down and recorded. I love that. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a really good approach to it, too, is just like, let's not let's not overwhelm ourselves but i think that committing to to recording more consistently has been a really great idea and it's leading yeah. it's leading me to some ideas and i think leading you to some ideas too i think one of the things i mm -hmm. really enjoy when we talk is like i'm always surprised there's always like a oh like a aha kind of moment right um sure and hopefully for folks listening that's happening for you too um, I do hope um, that you're taking care of yourselves out there. I know what's happening in the Middle East is deeply distressing. I have a personal connection to it as well, but I just like, I also know um, that we're getting a lot of misinformation right now. So just be really careful with where you're getting your news from and like um, reach out and hold the people you love and do your best to fight back against injustice because um, there's a lot of it right now and it's horrifying. Yeah. Um, and mm. I, and I know a lot of people are choosing not to speak too publicly about it because it's so scary and people are so triggered and so angry. And that is, some of that is by design. Some of it is to keep people not looking at what the bigger picture is. So, um, yeah, and I won't say too much more about it, but it just, yeah, I just hope you're okay. 
Mm-hmm. That's the. Well, I think we even have some listeners um, who tune in from that area of the world. So if you're out there, then, oh, wow. yeah, it's just it's. I, we know how devastating it is. It just um, I hope the Western world could start to pull its head out of its ass and see what's going on. But anyway, yeah. Um, what do you got going on for the rest of your day? Not to sound glib, but. No, uh, I'm just uh, heading off to go mail some packages in a minute here. Uh, and then, yeah, I'm going to start listing. It's uh, it's it's mid-October. I got to start getting all my winter coats and stuff up. So, yeah. Mm. Okay, that sounds fun. I'm going to go get my armpit inspected mm-hmm. for some kind of random thing going on. <laughs> so that'll be fun. Um, take the dog out for a walk. Um, she had a little throw up this morning. So I'm just keeping an eye on her. <laughs> good times good times over here in east yeah. vancouver um thanks everybody for tuning in today though um we appreciate you we really do yeah thanks and uh we'll talk to you next week i guess sounds good yeah see you next week if you enjoyed holy shit i have adhd subscribing to and reviewing it on your podcast platform of choice helps more neurodivergent folks find us as does following and promoting the show on social media a full list of platforms is on our Anchor page at anchor.fm forward slash holy shit, I have ADHD. While you're there, why not leave us a voicemail? You can also share your thoughts on this episode or your own ADHD experiences with us at, you guessed it, holy shit, I have ADHD at gmail.com or via our social media pages in the episode notes. Bye for now and hyper focus on the positive. positive. <laughs>